What it do? What's up, man? Chilling, chilling. Oh, there he is, Tater. M- motherfucker didn't even know what time we was recording today. <laughs> well, I- I'm gonna do it. Y'all didn't talk about that shit though. We yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did talk about it. One hundred After after we quit last time. <laughs> yes, y'all Monday. I told you, y'all Monday. Drugs. Y'all didn't say three thirty. Yes, three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Garcia, what's up? No, I knew what time it was on. I knew what time it was. See, see, he knows. Avante, bullshit. What time is it? What time it is over there, Rick? <laughs> no, it's like it's seven thirty over here. It's like we said. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, Where's Nav that this week? Uh, he's he's got a he's got a couple shoots. Yeah, he's got a couple shoots this week. Apparently, he's shooting today and tomorrow. I think. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I never get I never get any shout outs on his Insta, you know? <laughs> he, likes my Twitter, he likes my Twitter post because he has like two hundred followers on Insta where he actually has followers. No luck. You haven't even following me until this week, last week. Well I thought you weren't following him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to cut him off for a little while. Alright, alright. Alright, well let's get rocking. It's off the top. This is uh, Dances with Wolves, Political Wolves. Uh, we brought Rick Garcia back on this week. And Ben and Avante. Nayip is, like we said, Nayip is off gallivanting, doing his his Hollywood shit. Uh, so, you know, we're just going to do our thing here. And this is, this is a big week, actually. A lot of shit going on. This is a, this is a jam-packed show. Um, but we're going to jump right into it. Garcia, Garcia, election 2020. Are there any spicy updates? Spice. Still going, right? Still going. It's like you, one would have thought that the uh, the loser would have conceded by now, but apparently they told him back home. But no, I mean, you remember last week we talked and we were like, "What the fuck's going on?" It's you know, it's disappointing. I think that over the last week, as he's lost more and more cases in court, there's oh, been yeah. no evidence whatsoever of fraud that the GOP continues to uh, essentially entertain his nonsense. Um, so that's a big disappointment, but by and large, I mean, the system's still working, the process is still moving on, so. Is it though? Uh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's hiccups, right? So like yesterday in Wayne County, the two Republican cam- or commissioners refused to authorize or to to um, certify the vote. The yeah. thing is this, so, right? Thank God we have these checks because even with that at a deadlock, it then moves to a state board of four folks and then had they not been able to come to a conclusion, it would have gone to the court and the courts would have been like, go do your job. Okay. And so there's these, so there's all these different checks. What's alarming though is, you know, imagine if there, if we were in a country without, you know, a strong judiciary or without these checks, like he would just railroad his way back into another term, like you have in like Belarus or other countries. So that's, what's really alarming. And the fact that so many Republicans are going along with it. Well, see, and that's so that's the thing, like we're headed that way. I mean, all the federal judges that uh, that that bitch McConnell has uh, uh, has has, you know, brought in and or or whatever you I don't know if you don't elect them, appoint them as uh, all yeah, the yeah. you know the new federal judge that he's appointed. 
we're not too far from that type of reality, especially, especially if we lose these two Senate seats in Georgia. If we lose those, then he's just going to keep bringing in more judges. And then we're going to reach to the point where where a crazy another maybe in 2024, Don can get back in there and just and, and be, become like he, he become that final boss. Right. He gets all the power and then he becomes the final dictator of, of the United States of America. Yeah, I mean, it's a concern. Those seats are incredibly important. Um, you know, having, having, had we been able to get uh, Ginsburg's seat replaced under Obama, that would have been huge. Had Garland gotten a hearing, that would have been huge. Like, like we were talking about last week, the deck has been completely stacked against, uh, against the Democrats. And it's hard to unstack that until, it's going to be hard to unstack it with a 50-50 Senate if that were to even happen. Yeah. Um, and it's a problem. It's a big problem for, for uh, years ahead. Yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit more about the GOP throwing out these niggas votes in Detroit, man. Like, just just totally disenfranchising them, and and not with the, with total disregard, just like, yo, and, and blatantly too. Like, they're not even trying to hide anything. There was nope. There's too many niggas that voted over there in Detroit. Let's throw all them shits out and let's get down. That's back what in the she office. said. Basically, That's right. Exactly. She said, I'm willing to certify other parts of Wayne County. I will not certify Detroit. And it's like, you know what that means, right? Like, you know exactly what you're saying there. It, it's just ridiculous. Like, oh, I, heard they, I heard they went back on that, though. They, I heard did. They, they recently went back on it because they had that, the, those uh, um, the citizens come in and, like, speak their piece on, on uh, you know, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that too. Like they, they did backtrack on that. I saw that. So, yeah, it can't be surprising. This is what they've been doing. That's why they think they can get away with the dumbest shit ever because they're allowed to get away with the dumbest shit ever. They have the guile to do it, so they're going to continue to do it yep. because that's what they've been doing. They don't know any better. Yep. Like and, this is literally it. <laughs> and and, it, and it's not even just the last four years. I mean, you could go back years and years. Like they. Yeah. I mean, they they took they put us in a you know a fake war. Garcia voted for a fake war. No, uh, uh, with, with you remember I was in op- I opposed the Iraq war. Uh, no, nah, bro, you can't you can't be op- you can't be in opposition when you're in favor of the dude, bro. No, you can't no, no. do that. Hundred percent. No, I'm on the record opposed. This is a debate my brother and I get in all the time. <laughs> I have it's it's AO. You remember AIM? No. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. I have it in AIM. I have a screenshot of the conversation where I said explicitly I was opposed to the Iraq War. That's for another time. But what's your AIM, what was your AIM screen name, Mark? I'd love to know that. Mine my, my was number one stun of nine. Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> it number one stun of what, 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 and then Peter Where'd Ward. Where did that nine come from? Where did that nine come from? football Peter number. Ward, Florida State. That was my, uh, my football yeah. number. Number nine, baby. Yeah. Hey, dog, first team all league, dog. What the fuck? You don't know that shit, dog? You was in my nah, same. dude. You could get. I was out. You you never could get behind me, dude. So I, I never. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, nah, you used to lock down <laughs> Ben. You said not me. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, babe, what was your name? What was your AIM name? I love this game. Smooth Criminal 0209. The criminal had no uh, vowels in it, so it was C-R-I, C-R-M-N-L. I can see that. I can see that being your name. What Abate, what was yours? You know I didn't have one. 
Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no aim or nothing like that. I was out. All right, you have, you had the pager, man. You had the pager. <laughs> I, did have a I did have a two way. We did. He had a two way. I had a pager. <laughs> Hit me on the two way. <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, that was a good. That's a good one. That's a good one, Rick. Yeah, number one. You know, hey, you know, you were a hoodlum if you had a two way. <laughs> oh, my man was trying. He was trying. He had the tallest teams too. He had the tall tee over the over the fucking two way, man. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Sure did, man. I bust my shit out, be in class, two way other people for no fucking reason, just to have it out. <laughs> Oh uh, shit, Garcia! Can you tell us um, or speak about some of the the Biden cabinet appointees that he's appointed this week? Yeah, so far so good, right? So, um, so Klain, who's going to be his chief of staff, is like an ally of his for for many many years. So that's encouraging. Dude knows Washington inside out, so should be able to get things done. I think the big one, uh, the exciting one, was. Um, I mean, get the last name. It was Cedric, Cedric Richmond, Richmond, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. He was yeah, the congressman from New Orleans, and he used to be the chair of the Black CBC, the uh, Congressional Black Caucus. Um, he's also a guy that like knows how to uh, work within Washington, so that's super encouraging. Wait, what does that mean? Um, when you say work within Washington. I think I know what it means, but just for somebody who might not know. Yeah, so he knows the players. He's you know familiar with how the process <laughs> works. He knows how to move legislation. Um, he has those relationships, so he can work within the system. That's one of the things with, with Biden, right? When, when people are like, well, the thing with Biden is he can hit the ground running on day one. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you looked at like Mayor Pete or, you know, some of the other candidates back in the day when there were like 20 candidates, the experience thing was, was sort of an issue. Well, um, it's not well, necessarily well, disqualifying, but... Well, Garcia, I think we could look at the former president, or the, he's still the president, Don, if he actually knew, or his administration, if he would have appointed actually competent people in his administration, he could have done way worse to this country than what he did. Like a lot, a lot of the, um, so let's say, let's bring up the DACA right now real quick. Their argument for DACA and the reason that they weren't over, able to overturn DACA was because they went to the court with some bullshit ass explanation. The court was like, yo, we can't do anything with this. It was because they were incompetent. If they were competent, DACA would be gone all the the dreamers would be deported by now and you know all this chaos would it would have ensued but they were just so incompetent which goes back to why you know it's really good that biden was able to bring in all these competent people because hopefully like you said he can hit the ground running on day one and then we can get all kinds of shit like all the executive orders basically all the immigration stuff was all executive orders so all that shit can be washed away like you know cleaning your clothes you know what i'm saying like if, if as long as he's got competent people that are in there only thing, oh, and only he needs thing to separates, fix. only thing that separates trump from hiller is intelligence she yes and and <laughs> and like integrity and uh like yeah just because i mean, she i think that i think that she got a bad rep man like i don't know i don't think she's as bad as, as a lot of people said she was um i, I, I like hillary i like him yeah i didn't mind her but what were you gonna say, Garcia? Oh, uh, oh yeah. This is just all the damage that the president's done that needs to be redone. So not only just the executive orders, which is a hundred percent, you know, uh, correct, but just the way he's gutted these organizations or these agencies, yeah, um, State Department, firings and everything else. 
I mean, there's a lot of work to be done. And, and some of the challenges is like all the brain drain that happened over those four years because you're essentially like working against your boss, right? Because yeah. Trump's saying all this ridiculous shit and people are like, I'm not, I don't want to be a part of this organization to then go um, implement some of the things that he wants to get done. And so we lost a lot of talent in the government, which is going to be a bad thing for, for the country, Republican or Democrat. It's going to be terrible for the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it already is terrible, terrible for us. And, and that's actually what um, his allies, you know, Putin and, um, and uh, old boy uh, Erdogan and, and a whole bunch of other, uh, you know, traditional, not super enemies, except for Putin. They were definitely Russia's an enemy, but traditional enemies of ours who he cozied up to, this is what they wanted from him. They wanted him to isolate the United States and, and have us relinquish our kind of our role in the, in the world and, you know, kind of make it a free for all for all the tyrants to do whatever the fuck they want. And that's what's been going on. That's why he's, to be honest with you, I think that he's made a deal with somebody to be pulling our troops out of Afghanistan. That's what's going on right now. Um, I'm not, I'm not really familiar with that. Do you know, you know, have you any background in that story? Well, it's interesting. The White House announced it and then refused to take questions. And so no, they, like, <laughs> the time came, like it's all just so up in the air. I think that the, so Afghanistan's tough because we're essentially brokering a peace deal between the Afghani government and the Taliban. Taliban and yeah. it's doing this, it almost is like, hey, Taliban, if you just hold out, you, you don't even need a peace deal. Like you'll take the country and then you'll be, or you'll be negotiating in a much stronger position. Mm -hmm. um, in Iraq, you know, I think it was a relatively limited drawdown. There was a much bigger one earlier in the year, if I recall. So I think it was only like 500 troops. It's not only, but 500 troops uh, in Iraq. The Afghanistan one's going to be the bigger one, though, given the peace talks. So, but, I mean, look, both, both areas are, are a mess. And one could certainly argue that our troops in either area isn't doing any good, you know, anyway. Of course not. Um, but it's just like there's no strategy. I think maybe, maybe if I step back, that's the kicker. There's no like, and, and the same thing with North Korea in those negotiations, like there's never a plan and there's never a strategy. And so everything is just ad hoc, reactive, um, without being well thought through. And that, that puts the entire country in danger. Well, yeah, just like in, in Turkey with the Kurds, you know, you just pull, you pull the troops out of, of Turkey or wherever they were on the border. And then, then Turkey runs through and, and just slaughters all the Kurds who are our allies, who fought us, who yeah. fought with us, right beside us against ISIS, you know, it's just... Like you said, no plan, no um, no foresight, no and no conscience of what's gonna what could happen, what could occur if you just yeah. pull out the troops that were in there. Yeah, I, I didn't want them to be there in the first place. I didn't vote for the war like you did, but you know, <laughs> we have to finish it. You know what I'm saying? We have to finish yeah. it. You know, you know the Taliban. You know what I'm saying? Osama bin Laden. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Well, one thing I do think. Uh, and I always follow military, our military operations very closely. Oh, yeah, we, we know, we know, we um, know. What stand. The military has has a plan. Um, they have an operation in place. They've trained the Afghan nationals to have to to continue the work. But again, yeah, the commander in chief is unfortunately Trump. So they're like, we need to do this, 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 and this, this, and this, and this. Trump's like, okay, you guys can do that, but I'm going to pull you guys out instead. So. I, would, I don't want to say the military doesn't have a plan because they don't go into a situation without a plan, period. Right. But unfortunately, Trump's making the call yeah. and saying, fuck your plan. I want to, I want to ruin everything. Yeah. 
that kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, and we spoke about this last week because the the military is it's very they're very organized and they're very yeah. um, they're very well funded, obviously, and they have very good people in in good places. Um, but the commander in chief is the one who makes all the decision, and they yeah. and he fucks he fucking shit up because he he I don't know what his game plan is on this. Maybe because we actually, can't trust so, him. Well, exactly. He's gonna but, sell so, our secrets. We can't trust sure. him. For sure, and and he yeah. he has been trying to broker this peace deal with the Taliban. He was just talking about this several months ago because he's trying to get a Nobel Peace Prize like Obama did. That's exact. That's the only reason why he does the shit that he does, so he can get oh, something shit that Obama did or take some shit away from Obama. But I, maybe one of his plans might be think he might be thinking, yo, if I get this drawdown, I can kind of claim peace in the Middle East or peace in Afghanistan before I go. That that might be it, but. If he takes the troops away, all the Taliban is going to do is just start killing people again. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. It's He's ridiculous. Trying to start another war in Iran too. I don't know if you all saw that, but he had asked yeah. for um, you know plans to attack their nuclear facilities before he leaves office. Really? And they, generals no, like, if you do that, they're going to retaliate. So yeah. I, I, so I, I did see. I did see that. Um, Somebody from Iran said, "Yeah, if you if you if you fuck with us, it's gonna be some retaliation, or whatever." But I didn't know that he specifically asked for authorization to attack. Man, what a fucking oh, man! Ooh, you don't do that and, and leave that shit on Biden's door. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the problem. Even COVID, right? Like, I feel like he doesn't care that COVID is going out of control right now. You like, feel it's like it's? I think it's pretty clear he don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's gonna be like, yeah, this will be harder for him to dig out of once he once he takes uh, office. So for sure, Doc. He stopped governing like uh, three weeks, four, probably a month and a half ago. All he was doing yeah. was campaigning. He, he hasn't been governing. to he hasn't been to a coron- coronavirus uh, task force meeting for like six months. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what uh, Fauci said, or somebody said that. Yeah, six months, ridiculous, out out outrageous, man. And uh, the the crazy thing is, as so I was talking to my boss today. And and she had mentioned her her father and her mother. Um, she they they're both um, they have some, they have what's it called? They have um, some neurological you know conditions and whatnot. And so does my grandmother. And I never even thought about this, but like if you have Alzheimer's and dementia and you haven't been able to interact with people throughout these last nine months, it'll worsen your condition, right? And that's a whole segment of people that have been kind of just left behind too. Like that's they're they're um that what what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like when when there's uh, a carnage, like the well, what's it what's it called? Like if, when there's um when you're having a war and you kill people that weren't intended to be killed. What's that? What is that? Collateral damage. Yeah, collateral damage. Yes, their collateral damage for <clears throat> the ineptitude of the president of the United States being selfish and being narcissistic and and just if i forgot about that segment of people where my grandmother's afflicted by that just to think about other segments of people that have been affected this way you know like it's it's it goes way beyond the 250,000 people that have died we crossed that plane today 250,000 people that have died all because this man is narcissistic and and just just cold just cold-blooded you don't give a shit about nothing it's the elderly the elderly and people in prisons are getting the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there was they're getting the worst of it. There was a there was a, a court a court battle a court decision in Texas just a couple of days ago where the the Texas penal system 
isn't going to be forced to put, you know, you put more sanitary um, things into, you know, into circulation. Like they're not going to make it safer for the inmates in prison where, where they're only in prison in the first place to make money off of them and mm -hmm. for the, the inmates to work at slave wages. Like this whole system that we have is really, really fucked up and it's really coming to light and it's really shining through. And I'm just hoping that we can get some change. We can get oh, it's but. coming. It's coming. That's why I still think we gotta be positive, right? Like the is like it would be so easy. I mean, I do it some I, I find myself falling into this where like like I don't even I try to not to read Trump's tweets and shit like that anymore, That's but I'll up. see something like it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's still doing this. But then I also remember nobody gives a – well, people care, but, like, it doesn't really matter anymore because he's not the president, right? So it's like yeah. – and I think, you know, as the coming weeks – as the weeks come on or go on, it's just going to be like, who's this dude tweeting? Like, knock it off, right? Yeah. Well, so th that's the thing. Like, it, it's easy to say that we have to be positive, but for a certain segment of the population, there's been no – no reason to be positive yeah, ever yeah, in this no, country. Yeah, yeah, totally. But what I mean is, like, instead of, like, digging in and being like, oh, like, Trump might figure out a way to stay in office. And, oh, like, yeah. Nervous and worried. And, and the way how stressed I was prior to the election, you know, I've been able to, like, release that because it's like he Same. lost the election. No matter how many times he says he won, no matter how many other people come in and refuse to admit it, like, yeah. he lost the election. And so what I'm trying to do mentally is, like, I'm not even focusing on the dude anymore. And when he says he won the election, it does, I'm not letting it bother, right? Like, it's like, whatever. Yeah, and I'm trying to same. think, cool, we have functional people now that are being appointed. <clears throat> We're getting our feet underneath us for this next four years. So mm -hmm. that, because yeah, I totally agree, Mark. It's like, well, the last thing we want to happen, we get into the next administration, nothing gets done. And it's like, oh, fuck, here we are again, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. like near term, you know, and it, I was thinking a lot about what you said about like that kind of like continual depression mm -hmm. over the last four years of Trump and like just that relief and that weight off the shoulders. Yeah. And like, I felt like, well, and so I'm just trying to like maintain that versus going back to like caring what he tweets about, which I had to do when he was president because he was a president. So, yeah. No. And so I, I actually blocked him in 2016 because I wasn't going to go through all oh, four years of, of his bullshit for one. Oh, I don't follow him, but but at the same time, anytime he t tweets, people that I follow talk about what he's tweeting about. So it's like yeah. you can't really yeah. escape it. Which is why I blocked him because even if somebody retweets it, I can't see his tweet in the in the in the retweet because he's blocked. He's he's out he's out my life, right? Um, and actually, I've noticed over the last couple of days that I'm much happier. I was over at my parents' house yesterday, and uh, I you know usually I'm a little bit. After work, especially, I'm tired and I'm a little bit down. But yesterday, man, I was I was pretty happy. I was playing with Aria, little the little homie, you know what I'm saying? And and you know, hi mom, how you doing? Hi dad, da da da. da. I've been happier over the last couple last week or so. So, you know, it's, things things are are looking better. Things are looking Rick, better. I got a question for you. Um, how do you feel about uh, Nancy Pelosi getting? Uh, he loves her. Carson. Oh, is that for me or for Marcus? Yeah, for, for you, you, Rick. I, so, I, so I think it's time, right? I think it's good that she's acknowledged that this is probably the last go. She said um, that last time. You, well, that's, that's the thing. That's why I was like, why is nobody bringing this up? <laughs> now, that being said, like, she was able to hold that caucus together, a relatively diverse caucus. In, in she the did a good job. 
you did a good job, right? So, you know, I feel like somebody has to take responsibility for the losses in the house and, you know, whether messaging needs to change or whatever else, you know, these next two years will continue to hold the house and then time for new blood in, uh, in 2022, hopefully regaining the majority. Are you a fan of her, uh, Ben, or? Um, I saw some, I don't know. Well, here's the deal. I'm a fan of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I know the two have bumped heads about the direction of the party. And uh, I know she, these, right? Say what? <laughs> Duh, uh, 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 we don't do that. We ain't doing that here. We ain't doing that here. We ain't doing that here. Uh, 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 uh. So, so to me, it, it's like, I don't know. It's, I, just, I just see more old people posturing. 80 year posturing, you well, know, okay, and so, not really pushing so, okay, shit to happen. Ben, I agree with you. Me, actually, Garcia and I had an argument about this uh, two years ago when, when they uh, allowed her to stay on um, as the leader of the house. And my thought was the same as you. Like, yo, no, I want a new direction. I want these young cats in there. I want all these new ideas. I want these progressive ideas. Let's just fucking move full steam ahead. Fuck this old school shit, blah, blah, blah. But her 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 wisdom and her ability to navigate through that environment through the dc environment through the you know the 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 congressional environment is what got us to where we are right now and in part um she she was able to i'm so happy with her she was able to get him impeached um they were able to uh, to block him on a lot of different things that he was trying to do. And it's, and it was solely because she's so wise and she, she knows the environment. Like if we would allowed, if we would allowed like a, a younger Congress person like uh, AOC or anybody else to have taken that seat, well, they wouldn't have elected her in the first place. Cause she just, it was her first term. But if it was somebody else that wasn't as experienced and knew how to navigate this kind of environment, I don't think we would be in the position that we are, even though we did lose some seats in the house, it could have probably been worse or the the direction of what happened over the last couple of years would not have been this positive for us if it wasn't for her. So I'm happy that, that they ultimately kept her on in the past and I'm cool with her staying on right now. I am cool with that. And then you, um, yeah. it's, uh, Jeffries is next up, right? Is that, let me just see. If which one's, which who, who's Jeffries, where he's from? So Hakeem uh, Jeffries, he's, I think he's like the whip or something now, or second in line. Or oh, he black? In line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit, my nigga Hakeem. <laughs> hey, let's bring him on. Let's bring him on. Let's he's do actually, there's some thought that he might challenge her, but they're tight. And so sounds like the way it's working is she'll do two more, and then he'll take over um, in 2022. And hopefully with an expanded majority, if we're able to do okay in the, in the house elections. So we'll see what happens. Hakeem the dream. Hakeem the dream. Let's do it. She. <laughs> uh, Garcia, also, can you speak about the, the, um, the centers who's Don, who Don have, has fired in the last couple of days? Ridiculous, right? So the <laughs> head of our like, cybersecurity, who's, by the way, like, it seems like he's relatively universally uh, respected, um, he got fired because he first he had a website or, you know, on the government's website, debunking all these ridiculous theories, uh, election fraud theories, you know, and then he tweeted out, it's one of the most secure elections we've ever had, which all intents uh, are proving to be true. Uh, and Trump got mad, so he fires him. And it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> 
Esper, right? So the, the general, he fired him because he was pissed off during the protests that uh, Esper wouldn't deploy troops um, to go after our citizens, our, our peaceful protesters, right? Yes, 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 yes. And so it's just so ridiculous. Like, so, he, so he's like, he's kind of kneecapping these, uh, these yeah, Esper, I mean, give or take, right? I don't know how, how much I liked him, to be honest, but... Um, but still, like it's somewhat relatively competent leadership. Uh, he did a few, he knocked off a few people in the NSA, and so the fear is now he's installing his people. And from what I understand, it's not the easiest thing to remove somebody from a post. So like you can remove them from the number one spot or the number two spot, but then after that, it, you know, you can put these like career civil servants in there, mm-hmm. um, which is what actually happened with with our cybersecurity department. Um, which is protecting us now from some of uh, Trump's moves. But yeah. I worry, that, and I didn't realize this, but I worry that some of the people that Trump's appointing in these other um, branches or other uh, departments are going to similarly be protected. And so then Biden won't be able to get rid of them. So I have to do a little uh, bit more research on that, but that would be it, my fear. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I want to see. Like, I want to see a whole swath of people just fucking annex, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah right? just like that like the the basically all of the people that he appointed in the DOJ I want them all gone I want I want I can't even just I can't even think of all the people that I want it's just everybody they just need there has to be some kind of way to especially if he's found to have been a criminal these whole last 4 years to kind of wash away everything they did especially you know the supreme court justices everything there has to be a way so this is actually interesting. Um, the, so the, the DACA thing we were talking about earlier, let me get the guy's name. Yeah, Chad Wolf, who uh, Trump had appointed to lead Homeland yeah. Security. Yeah. He never actually got congressional approval on it. Yep. So then Wolf issued that decree or whatever that was going to eliminate DACA. That actually, the judge threw that out because he's mm-hmm. like, well, he wasn't officially appointed. Therefore, he can't make that that um that statement so i didn't realize that either by the way right so i need to do again i, I gotta do a little bit more study on this one yeah. but it sounds like there might be some safeguards for us there as well well i'm just but i'm talking about in the macro i'm talking about in the macro like where all the stuff if he's been if he's been proven to have been a criminal taking money or, or laundering all kinds of shit throughout his term his presidential term just right. wash all the shit there has to be some, there has to be a law for that. Like, I mean, come yeah. on, man. He got three, he got three justices appointed as a criminal. There's gotta be a way to wash his shit, everything. Yeah, that's the shitty thing is that, um, you know, even though he hasn't gotten a ton of legislation passed, he's still done a lot of things that are damaging to the country. Oh yeah. And getting those reversed is not easy, right? Yeah. So it's also kind of a bummer that like, had Democrats won more seats in the House and Senate, like we could have passed like an ethics bill to put more safeguards around the presidency or like there, there is one though. They didn't follow any of it. The hatch act. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But like things like pardoning, right? Like you can't pardon oh, yeah. somebody that's directly involved in a case that you're in. Yeah. Like the ties <laughs> back to you. Right. Like, yeah. Or like, but you're right. Like the hatch act, right. We have that so that the president doesn't use the white house in his business or you know to, overlap. to market his shit basically and that's what they did the whole four four fucking years like they marketed all their all their shit from the white house i mean yeah. that's he held he held his uh his inauguration no not the inauguration um his his campaign like what he his 
I think it was like his accept his acceptance of the campaign, like he's right. running from the White House. He used it at, as his uh, his war room for the for the presidential election, what you're not supposed to do, just all kinds of shit. And then he's been doing it all four years, and it's it's fucking crazy. Like n- there's been no checks and balances, zero, absolutely none. It's disgusting. Yeah, they all just ignore it. They yep. just they do what they want and they just ignore it. Yep. Like, Republicans just. They're like, cool. We good. Right. We good. Yeah. We good. You good. We good. I'm good. All right. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, shit. That's 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 gonna wrap up our election 2020 for this episode. Garcia, are you gonna stay with us next segment? I gotta dip, my man. I gotta dip. We got NBA draft tonight. Yes. You know what I do? Why don't I do this? I'm going to stay on. I'm going to put myself on mute. I got a little bit more work to do. So okay. I'll jump back on the next segment. I'm going to go on mute and then I'll pop in and I'll be listening though. So I might okay. have a, is that cool? Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk. Yeah. We're going to talk NBA next. So yeah, jump in whenever you want. Some big news. Clay Thompson just got hurt. You see that? No, shut up. Yeah. yeah. For real? You lying. They, uh, it says they don't know the severity yet, but uh, that's a bummer. Shut Couple up. Of, you you serious? Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, is, or Sham, Sham, Sham just put it out there. His knee? Well, they don't know. So they said, uh, let me get the tweet here. Luke Thompson yeah. suffered an apparent lower leg injury today. Oh, shit. We'll undergo tests to determine the severity. Oh, no. Damn. I wanted, I wanted them to come back. I wanted them to be good this season. No, yeah. not me. Not me. This <laughs> <laughs> no. fuck the niggas, man. No. Hey, that's how sports goes. That's Remember, true. every time I bring up the Thunder getting hurt, yep. point, 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 whatever. <laughs> Y'all didn't want to hear it. It's well, still fuck no. Golden State. <laughs> fuck them. They got their championships. I don't give a shit about them. All right, let's get these fake ads, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go mute, Marcus. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, man, this dude tried to hit the WMDs, man. I said, nah, we can't do that here. Can't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a, a, a legitimate platform. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we can't get that. We can't get that. We can't get that. <laughs> I mean, I yes, we we all agree, Garcia. We all agree, but we can't do that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, can't be that. <laughs> all right Avante's back Avante looked tired as hell looked like he you know he been changing diapers all morning like he, he ran five miles and worked this and worked today shit I didn't work today but we were looking at our houses so to take care of Ava damn Nigga just had two mimosas. <laughs> That's what it was. What it he ain't tired. He drunk. <laughs> and I was, said, I was like, he said, "What happened at seven thirty? He was waiting for that bus." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, see, look at we know each other so well. I can just tell you, he He ain't tired. He drunk. <laughs> he must be drunk or something. <laughs> All right, well, shit. Um, Garcia brought it up. Okay, well, first, let's talk about this. So the, the NBA season is going to be starting December 22nd, man. And I, it's early, but fuck, man, I'm selfish. I can't wait for that shit to come back. I'm, I'm like, very excited to see the NBA come back. They, I don't know if they spoke about having another bubble 
or if they're going to be going to the different stadiums with just without fans or whatnot. But it looks like they're going to be coming back December 22nd. The, uh, the Players Association and the league obviously had to uh, meet and they, they went through negotiations. I don't think it's 100% solid yet, but the, the league agreed to only take 18% of the player's salary into escrow uh, for like a rainy day slush fund type of thing, I think. And the players agreed, since oh, you're only going to take 80%, which it could have been like 30, 30 plus percent, they're going to decide to come back on the 22nd. So I'm happy about that. And I think that they said there's going to be like some kind of um, four team from each conference playoff to like a midseason tournament or some shit like that. I can't remember what it was, but I'm just happy that the NBA is back, man. Um, we got we got trades galore. Uh, 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 Ben's man CP3 got traded, dog. How you feel about that, dog? How you feel about that, dog? Hey, I'm happy. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. Get all. I only care about three guys: SGA, Lou Dort, and Darius Baisley. Everybody else can Dork. go. Yeah. Everybody else can go. Remember uh, uh, Friday after next or next Friday, where uh, <laughs> Dollar Bill Mike, like he was like. <laughs> Everybody can go. Maybe even you. That's how I feel about everybody from, from the Thunder. Like I don't Stephen Adams, peace. You know. And I know I know I know a lot of us Oklahomans have this soft spot for Stephen Adams, but fuck him. Hey. Well bye. shit, man. We've been telling you that Stephen Adams ain't shit for years. So uh, you know. Uh, no. Yeah, this is no. hey, true story, my brother. He's a value, but they traded every like once they got rid of Russ, Russell Westbrook, like everybody can go. Mm. Well, what do you think about the compensation that the Thunder got? Anybody that's gonna contribute? Um, I mean, the Suns got they they got a guy from from the Chris Paul trade who's been in the, who spent his first year in the league in the D League. Um, I can't remember his name, but um, nickname is Baby Westbrook, six foot three, forty two inch vertical. Like he's one, he, he has the build and the athleticism of a uh, job Morant. Okay. Now, if, is, is the skill set there yet to be seen, but he's pretty good for a 19 year old. So I'm eager to see what, like, you know, the Thunder's uh, developmental, you know, program will do with them. Yeah. Everybody else, like Ricky Rubio, Danny Green, they got rid of Danny Green. Ricky Rubio, get him out of here. Kelly Oubre, I'll I'll take Kelly Oubre for for this one year before he turns. I like Kelly. I like Kelly Oubre. Then he can he can split. He can go wherever he wants to go. Y'all about to have the all league fit team though, for real. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Well, you did lose. You did lose uh, Schroeder, but shit, they got they got they fit it up in OKC. (laughs) That's true. But um, I just what I want ultimately is those three guys that I mentioned earlier to get all all the minutes. All the you know late game situations. I mean, I want I want this team to go thirty wins. You know, I don't care about playoffs. You know, I just want those guys to get the the lion's share of the minutes and the shots, okay. so that they can just improve. I don't want no fuckery with Al Horford coming in, trade his ass too. You know, <laughs> like, I don't care about any veteran worth a damn. You know, trade everybody except those three and make sure those three get all the burn they need. Which they should because they, they've been stockpiling picks. They got all yeah. the fucking picks. So yeah. let the young let the young dudes do their thing, see what they have. 
and then start building with all the picks that you have. I mean, they got yeah, they got fucking first round. They got everybody's first rounder for the next uh, ten years. It seems unless like. unless if they trade for talent that's in their young twenties in their first contract, you know, rookie yeah. deal contract. Yeah, you know, like like um, or even I'll take Buddy Heald. That's yeah, a guy yeah. who can shoot from the outside, and he's not even twenty five. Yeah. I'll take a I'll take a talent like that to be a part of the long term long term core, mm-hmm. but you know NBA vets, ten year vets, nine year vets. Nah, I'm not interested in any of that. I agree. So, so but Avante, what do you think about the story that that Kawhi is trying to reach out to to CP3 to come to to LA to come to the Clippers? Hey man, I've always liked CP3, so I'm not like tripping off of it. I know he's a he's a dirty player at times. I know he's fiery, but I I, I fucks with him. So I'm like, hey, if you can go get him somehow, then let, let's bring him in. I don't care. We, let's bring him back into the fold. Um, we need something. We need a point guard bad. So yeah, if it's Chris Dunn from the Bulls to help out, if it's yeah, uh, you don't want that. Yeah, I know we don't, but we need it. I mean, we, we need it. We need something there. That's um, not what you need. He's not good enough. Like I, I think, I think Chris Paul is actually a, a perf, the perfect fit because Chris Paul, his personality, yeah. Well, Kawhi really doesn't have a personality, right? So there, yeah. that's one of the reasons why the team struggled last season. But if you got Chris Paul, Chris Paul's fiery personality there and leadership, yeah. that will go a long way for that team. I think he'd be a perfect fit. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, Kawhi doesn't excite the masses on the court. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, I want to play for you, Kawhi, now because mm-hmm. you know you, you got me excited. So, I mean, obviously it's not gonna happen. He's with the Suns now, but uh, no, no, he's talking about he's talking about. So the story is is that he reached out to Chris Paul and wants Chris Paul to try to force a trade to the Clippers. Mm. I don't. What are we? What are I we gonna saw, give up I now saw, for all that stuff? I we, saw, we ain't got I nobody saw, to give up anymore. <laughs> I know. All I don't know. If, that that <laughs> is a story. But yesterday, late yesterday, I saw a video of him and a uh, uh, Devin Booker shooting. Devin Booker shooting in the same gym. They were like uh, getting into workouts. Like uh, so, okay. it looked like he was like, okay, let's get this. Let's let's dig in and let's train. He, you know, he batting batting down the hatches and shit. I guess so. Yeah. So. All right. So that's out the water then. All right, sorry, Clippers, man. Y'all, y'all just gonna be just some skunk ass, <laughs> some dead in the water ass motherfuckers over there. Yeah, you're like, right. Look like the Lakers gonna be shitting on y'all all season. That's a four game sweep. Damn. That's that's hey, sorry about that, Monte, man. Hey, man. No, sorry, it's all folks. good, man. I'm still on football season. I'll over that shit when it's over. Me too. Man, yeah. I don't know. It, the, the, the season. You're ready. You're ready, but I'm I'm still full 100 football mode right now. To be honest yeah. with you, man, this season's been so fucking. It's been so weird and so fucked up. I'm I'm ready. I'm really ready for the NBA. I want the NBA back now. To be honest with you, I really do. And just keep your eye on the Dolphins, boy. Keep your eye on the Dolphins. What's up? I, hey, man, I'm, I keep my eye on worldwide. That's all I keep. That's all I do. Two a time. What's up? Two a time, baby. <laughs> I keep my eye on worldwide. I don't worry about it. it's my fancy team, and I only got one in the in the running right now. So I'm ready for basketball. That's it. Um, so so okay, the Lakers and the Lakers got Schroeder. They got uh, Dennis Schroeder from. Okay, so oh, damn. Okay, so he got all this shit. They got all the goddamn picks. So they traded uh, Danny Green. Who was it? Danny Green and and then the picks. Yeah, they oh. traded Danny Green a one, a first, and a second, and they Danny got uh, Horford. Or, I'm sorry, they traded Danny Green and they got Horford a first and a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. So the the Lakers, oh, well, the Lakers traded 
Yeah, the Lakers oh, traded Danny Green. Danny Green and our 28th pick. So our first round pick, which is 28th yeah. since late. And we okay. got um, Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then and then OKC flipped Danny Green for a first, second, and Horford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the yeah, Lakers got first, second, and Horford. So, Lakers, so the Lakers got fleeced, man. The Lakers got fleeced. What the Pretty what the much. fuck? Yeah. What the. <laughs> Ron, hey, Ron, Rondo's about to be gone. What's, yeah, what's the story on Rondo? He's going. I heard he's going to the Clippers. Shit, they could use him. Nah, that's what I heard. I heard that today. I actually, I heard that today that he's looking to go to the Clippers. But I didn't, I didn't know that he had a foot out the door. I didn't know that was the he. Case. He used that season as like a like a springboard. Yeah, like an opportunity for someplace else. Dwight sure. Howard says, "I would love to be back, but I ain't playing for free." <laughs> hey, he literally said he's that. He's right. He's right yeah. too. He had a great season, and I knew he would, and he deserves to get paid more. And yeah. get, get, I think. The, the Lakers, I think the Lakers did the right thing last season. They brought in all these, you know, these uh, fringe or, or past their prime superstars mm-hmm. and they got the max out of them. And, and now those superstars want to get paid again. And I, I, they deserve it. They won a championship for my man's LeBron. And, mm-hmm. hey, pay them dudes. I think they should – I think the Lakers should bring to, uh, Dwight Howard back, to be honest with you. I think they should let, um, let old boy walk um, – Javel, yep. Let Javel, let let Shackton, Shackton a fool. He got to go. Bring 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 the white in his little ass jersey back. Hey Ava, Ava's back. Oh, oh yeah. Look at her. She's so cute. Young lady. I, yeah, I saw that picture on Instagram yesterday. She uh, for her six month. Oh, little little baby girl. A little bow. Her her head bow. Um, <laughs> so okay. So the next the next trade that we're talking about or that's been rumored, uh, James Harden. James Harden to the the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. There's no way in hell that shit works out. Not a single way. I want I want that trade to go down just just to see how how it works. <laughs> Dude, just to see them collapse. This is like all the fuckery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna show up in the playoffs when they need him. Well. I, well, that I, I think I think he would because it wouldn't be on his shoulders. He'd have Kyrie and he'd have KD. But I think that it would implode before it even gets to the playoffs, man. Like how the how the fuck are all three of those ball dominant players gonna play on the same team? Like with, and with on the Steve, coach too. Yeah, it, exactly. So the, uh, so Bonnie, Bomani was talking about this. Who's gonna be the coach of that team? Like Steve yeah. Nash is the coach, quote unquote. Yeah. He's the coach. Um, Dan Tony's there. He's an assistant. He's going to coach the offense. That what we were thinking, but the coach of that team is going to be the players. Like KD, less KD, more probably Kyrie, and more Harden is going to be the coach of that damn team. Like, like, like it's going to be like Percy Harvin and shit. I'm the coach now. <laughs> any, any team Kevin Durant is on, it's his team. Any any offense he's part of, yes. The- eventually end up in his hands yes I, I not the team because he's not he doesn't he's not strong-willed in that leadership role type of way but yes the offense anytime there's going to be a need for a bucket it's going to end up in his hands and yeah. well well shit actually that's not true because russell westbrook he'd been he didn't drive down that goddamn lane with with kd sitting in the corner for years and shit like that so that's that didn't actually happen in oklahoma 
But that's not because. Quite true. But go ahead. Well, no, I mean, not quite. For the most part, it did. For the most part, it did because no, but the reason was because Westbrook was the the leader of the team. He was the leader, leader of the team. So he was like, "Hey, man, fuck this dude over here. I'm gonna go ahead and take this shit to the rim. I'm gonna jack up this this three pointer that's gonna hit off the front of the rim." Um, but I just, I just don't see that shit happening. I don't see it working out. It's just too many, too many, too many chefs, too many head chefs. It's just gonna be dribble, 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 and dribble, 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 and and they'll win some games, but I don't think it happens. I don't think it works. Um, and then the next one we have is is Westbrook. Westbrook wants out of Houston as well. Uh, I don't even know. Let's, if- let's let's talk about the reason why Westbrook and and uh, Harden won out of Houston. Real what reason. Do think? What do you think about? Uh, Oh, Fertitta? about Fertita? Fertita's uh, donations and, and political activism for his, Trump. His MAGA? Yeah. 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 And they're like, yeah, we're not really feeling this. Yeah. Did, so was it just because, did you, did you get that one from the one I sent yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so the story is, and, and it's widely known that Fertita, he's a MAGA dude. He's yeah. friends with, um, with Dana White and Dana White's MAGA. And and Fertitta's his donations. Is Fertitta part owner of UFC? No, I think it was one of his brothers. Okay. I think I think that was another Fertitta. Um, but this Fertitta's broke now because he all his money's are his money tied up in restaurants and stuff like that. Nobody's going to restaurants anymore because Dorona. So he's broke for one. He's MAGA, uh, and that was that's the story that came out yesterday that that James Harden, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are like, hey, get me the fuck out of town because we don't want to deal with this MAGA bullshit and dude's broke. So we're not going to bring in any, be able to bring in any talent. Team doesn't have any talent. Uh, Dan Tony's gone. So now they want to dip out of town too. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the story on that. And I, and I believe it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, it, I think it has to do more with the coaching and, and the lack of talent. But when you add in the whole, the whole MAGA shit, I believe it. Yeah, I can see that being the case. But, but go ahead. Westbrook, back to Westbrook. He uh, two destinations. Apparently, his trade value isn't great, of course, because of the his the contract. contract. Yeah, two hundred million dollar contract. But there's two destinations that are actually in favor, like they're in talks with. One of them's uh, Charlotte Hornets. Okay. And there's a, there's a whole Michael Jordan Jordan brand. He's a he's one of Jordan Brand's biggest athletes. There's that connection there, um, and there's also uh, they're talking about a Russell Westbrook John Wall swap with Washington. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I'd be more in favor for the, I mean, as a Russell Westbrook fan, I'd be more in favor for him to go there so mm-hmm. they can play with alongside with Bradley, Bradley Beal. Yeah, and they got a, they also have a few like decent young talents there yep. too. So and as well, they like he can bring them <clears throat> to the playoffs, and when they get there, they don't they don't have to fuck around and mess with you know the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, know, or, or or whomever. Yeah, like the Denver. Yeah, like there's a all the competition there, so that could be a, a possible destination for him to make it far into the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, so I'm yeah. Fingers crossed for for. For me, that he goes to Washington. Yeah, I think that Washington deal is the best deal 
uh, at least for Washington and for, for Russell Westbrook, because if he goes to Charlotte, man, Charlotte don't ever do shit. He's just going to be, you just going to be there in, in a wasteland and, and not win and not get, you know, he'll take, the he'll take them to, he'll take them to the playoffs too. That's true. But, but, but that's like, you know, that's an easier task in the East than it would be, you know, in the West. Yeah. But who's, who would even be his running mate in Charlotte? Like, because Rogier, I would think, would be gone if he comes in. I don't even know who the fuck's on that team, to be honest with you. <laughs> Michael Nick, K. Gr- no, he's not Nick, Michael K. Grisham. Nicholas, Nicholas Batum. <laughs> Still in the league. Michael Ely. <laughs> right. Michael Ely. <laughs> there's also, there's also uh, the Knicks are in, like, showing – there's a little interest from the Knicks. Okay. And, uh, hey, I, I don't mind – I don't mind him going to – the big New York, Apple. yeah, no, that'd be big. Being an That's icon with uh, with already an name. NBA icon, yeah. But uh, um, what oh, the old boy from that last talking. year, yeah, yeah, the number two overall pick. I can't remember yep. his name right now. Yeah, that that would be that'd be a big move right there. That but. would be like that would be a brand. That would be a, a marketing Russell Westbrook in, in New York. Yep. No, that would be huge. Actually, I'd like that deal. I'd like that. I like that a lot. Actually, so yeah. he. But as far as running mate, I think Bradley Beal is the best uh, option for him right there. That would be the mm-hmm. best for him and for and for the, for Washington. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, tell tell Haley shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I would never tell Haley shut up. I love Haley. That's my little sister. Um, so tonight, I'm you know doing I'm doing my little hands. Ooh, ooh, ooh. tonight we got the NBA draft. Okay. Who's what? What's what pick do Oklahoma? City? Let's go through the the pick that our favorite team has. Um, I'm first. My team has the highest pick, number four. I'm hoping at number four. Well, this I actually heard about this yesterday, that the Bulls are interested in trading Wendell Carter from Duke, who's sorry as hell. And when the Bulls drafted him, I yelled at Rick Garcia because every time the Bulls draft a Duke player. They, he fucking sucks every fucking time. He either gets he either gets in a fucking motorcycle accident and ruins his career, or he just fucking sucks. I mean, fuck dude. Um, but wanted to trade. You know, Carter. Dunleavy, didn't you? No, that was the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, but we, he played he played for the Bulls though, and he fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> Lou Aldang, he was okay, but he fucking sucked. You know, uh, Elton Brand, he was okay, but he fucking sucked. I mean, the Bulls just love Duke players. I have no. Duke, if you think about this, Duke has the most overrated players that don't do shit in the NBA. Just think about them. Christian Leitner, uh, Jason Williams, um, uh, all the Luol Deng. Well, Luol Deng actually had a really good career, so I can't say him. Mike Dunleavy. Um, uh, J.J. Redick actually has played his way, you know, into a long career. Uh, but just – just go along. Austin, go, go down. Austin Rivers was teetering, but now he's playing himself into a respectable backup role. But if yeah, but if you think about where he was projected to be and how much of a star he was supposed to be, yeah, he's he's bust. Um, who who who's that? Who's the last? Uh, who's the last white boy that everybody hated? What's his name? Uh, he's still in the NBA right now. The uh, No, the no, one that uh, that was yeah, Grayson Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah. Tripper. <laughs> yeah, Tripper. He tripped people. Uh, uh, but anyway, the it's Bulls. Such a Duke move, by the way. Yeah, I like, right. I, mean, they did that. I was like, well, come on, guys. 
This is like Cubans voting for Trump, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ, He is the typical dude kid, too. Like, he's, he's like Stephen Miller on the basketball court. Uh, I don't like that motherfucker, man. Um, but the Bulls are reported to be wanting to trade Wendell Carter and the number two pick to the Warriors, and they need to do that shit ASAP because they can either get Wiseman or um, Anthony Edwards. I really like Anthony Edwards. I, I heard uh, on the Simmons show, they were talking about him. Like, basically, he's a 6'5", built shooting guard that nobody can guard. I want that shit. We already have Adam Levine, or not Adam Levine, Zach Levine, but what's, what's bad with having two of those you know, studs back there? I want that. I want that. Or LaMelo. Give me LaMelo, baby. That boy, he's 6'8". That man's 6'8", and he can pass like crazy, man. He's, I didn't, when he was growing up, because obviously we, he's been in the public eye now for almost 10 years or however long it's been, um, they, everybody was saying that he was going to be the best out of all the brothers, and Lonzo Ball, sorry as fuck, but LaMelo ended up being a really, really good player. He's 6'8". They said that there's some issues with him and his personality and shit like that. But, yeah, man, I'll take him on the Bulls. The Bulls, they need some. They need some kind of spark. So, I'd take I'm him. I'm concerned with LaMelo's being 6'8 and his um, lack of ability to play above the rim. Is he, is he below the rim? He doesn't dunk? He, he does, but, like, he barely gets up there. Oh, never mind. Like, Fuck yeah, that. he barely gets up there. <laughs> he uses uh, all of his – when he goes up with his two-hand dunk, it's okay. all of his length. Uh, uh, okay. he's, he's not explosive. There's no I – don't, I don't think he's very athletic. Like, uh, just watching not. him, he doesn't look athletic or explosive. He's, well, he's, he's incredibly skilled, though. Well, okay, so, okay, let me – actually, let me go back to um, – what's, what's old boy from uh, the Mavericks? Because uh, Doncic. He's not supposed to be there, so it could work. It could work. It could, but Don, you don't notice. But Doncic, whatever his name is, that dude's like two hundred, like twenty-five yeah. pounds. He's yeah, thick. He's big. Yeah, like he can he throw is. his body around. Yeah. My fucking uh, what's his name? Ham, Ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Ball. Ball. One hundred ninety-nine pounds. 60, yeah, that's like, true. That little bit that's small. True. Damn, y'all got me scared now. Shit. Because they're saying that he might he might fall to four, but now I'm like, fuck, I don't want him to fall to four because if he does, we're going to draft him. And if he can't, if he don't got no ups, and yeah, he doesn't have in, the body type either to pound down low like Doncic can, I'm a little bit worried now. So, fuck. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Warriors take him at two then. Fuck it. Uh, ben, what y'all got? We have the, well, I say we, the Thunder have the 25th and the 28th pick. I'm on Twitter right now, and I just read a – They just a, traded that. They just – the Thunder are in talks with the Timberwolves uh, for the 17th pick, oh, according shit. to league sources. So they're trying wait, to move up they, tonight. Wait, sorry. You said they have the 25th and the 28th? Yes. 25th and 28th. Okay. So they, they trade the 25th and 28th for the 7th, 17th? They're they're trying to move up. I don't know <clears throat> what they're doing, what they're throwing in there, but they're making moves. Okay, all right, all right. If they stay where they are, do you even know who's going to be at the back end of the draft that you'd like? Yeah, no. nobody does. Yeah, I only I, mean, I only really know the the first three guys, and it's like everybody else. Yeah, like uh, whenever whenever it happens, I'll I'll you know watch a little Draft Express ten minute exactly. video on what they exactly. got exactly, and okay. then you get excited or not. Yeah, same <laughs> shit. Me too. That's how, okay. That well, that's how it was when the, the Bulls drafted Jimmy Butler because they got Jimmy Butler like at the last 
last pick or the end of the first round. And I was like, uh, who, who this motherfucker? And then I looked him up. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be fucking nice. He's going to be nice. And then he ended up being nice, but the Bulls front office was whole bunch of bullshit over there and got rid of my mans and now he's over in Miami doing his thing so yeah I'm, I'm salty about that Abate what what pick y'all got um the the Thunder have our pick I believe so <laughs> <laughs> ask him hey ask him that next year and then, <laughs> and then the year after that <laughs> uh, oh my god that's true actually that's, that's perfect their, their pick their pick is is paul george, paul george is sitting at home, <laughs> sitting at home chilling huh. uh, shit. and I, I and garcia i think uh i think the pelicans have your pick too have the lakers pick so yeah win now baby win now baby yeah yeah now nah, lebron lebron won lebron won thank you lebron <laughs> thank you lebron um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see who gets drafted tonight. It's going to be one of those, um, just like the, the NFL draft, how it was via Zoom or, you know, internet wise. So it, it'll be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for these young men and uh, get in the NBA. So let's get into these NFL shits. Ben, where do the Ravens go from here after they lost to the sorry ass New England Patriots? Cam Newton and the New England Patriots on uh, was that Sunday night? Oh man, that was bad. It was. It was. You know what? You guys, I was in in a group chat early in the morning, talking about wait, fifty six degrees, thirteen mile per hour winds, eighty percent chance of rain. What? The f- and this is this is like eleven eleven a.m. Central Time. Uh-huh. You know, nine a.m. for you guys. I was like, I was already foreseeing. Oh, they're going to be playing in the rain. Yeah, One, I hate national TV games, primetime games in the rain. It just ruins football. I agree. I hate it when it's my team playing in the rain. <laughs> and I have fantasy implications too. I lost. I went. I went two and one this past weekend because Lamar didn't throw it enough. Like they, they, there wasn't enough production with Mark Andrews. You know, or Hollywood. Yeah. By the way. Hollywood's name is Marquise Brown, and he is going to be called Marquise Brown until he makes <laughs> Hollywood-like plays. I told you, I told you he wasn't nice, man. I told you this last week. So, anyways, um, where they, <laughs> to answer your question, where they go from here, I have been talking to you guys on this, in the in the chat and on this program for several weeks about how they need to diversify the offense. And that first, well, not the first drive, the second drive of that game. They drove down the field 90-something yards. Yeah. No two plays were alike. And there were all kinds of motions, all kinds of, you know, getting different people the ball. And they're like, it was a, it was a masterpiece of a drive, mm-hmm. you know? And then they just went – after that, they just reverted back to normal, and then it started raining. And then they had some fluke fourth-and-one play where they, where they put Lamar Jackson all the way out wide, and they had, you know, <laughs> they had Mark, uh, Mark Ingram – six yards behind the center, in the rain, fourth and one, <laughs> bobble the snap. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Greg Roman? Yeah, you, you know? don't do that. You don't. Because Lamar can Lamar run Jackson, that. Lamar Jackson is, the, is your full-time Wildcat quarterback. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> so that game, coupled with the rain, I can't blame guys for dropping passes, you know, like in that kind of weather, you know. Um, Passes were still getting to him, but you know, people were dropping. 
But that game was a personification of what I've been saying all year about the play calling and the play, like the decision making by the offensive coordinators. Yeah. Just random shit being called at the wrong time. And like you got to value drives. And it's clear that New England's not going to mess up. So you can't mess up. You got to capitalize on the limited amount of opportunities that you got, and they didn't. Yeah. But with the injury, with, you know, they're, they're tied in. And me saying they need to diversify. They need to add their faster players. They need to start throwing downfield more. Now they're forced to do that. Now they have to do it. Yeah. I wanted them to do that before so that when they needed to do it, they'd be comfortable. Now they actually have to do the shit against the Titans <laughs> and then turn around again on Thanksgiving Day against the Steelers, who will be 10-0 by the time we, we get there. Yeah. So now I'm finally getting what I want, but it's kind of bittersweet because they're forced to, like, everybody's on IR. Well, actually, the, I think you – I don't think it's bittersweet that they get the Titans this week because the Titans' defense is terrible. So this is actually a good practice for them to, you know, if they're going to – if they're in, indeed going to have a new offensive scheme with you, you know, kind of going, let's say NASCAR, going with speed guys – this is the great team to do it against because the, the fucking Titans gonna, can't stop a nosebleed. They're going to have to because Clayus Campbell's out. Yeah, yeah. And, and they got Clayus Campbell specifically for Derrick Henry so that yeah. Derrick Henry wouldn't happen again. Yeah. You it's it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, now it's going to happen. <laughs> so now they need to score. Yeah. So hopefully wherever they're playing, both, both stadiums are open-air stadiums, no domes or anything like that. Whatever they're going to play, it's going to be you know, inclement weather, and they can actually form a, formulate a game plan that promotes putting their fastest guys on the field. Yeah. Quit, I know Mark Ingram is the, the soul of the team, but quit giving him so much carries. Quit devoting a third of your offense to him. Well, I think I think that they could have him on the field if they, as long as they still have Devin Duvernay and and uh, Marquise Brown and uh, you know Willie Sneed and whoever as long as long as you have the fast receivers, whoever the fuck is that running back really don't matter. Willie the, Willie Sneed is their number one wide receiver. <laughs> Willie with Sneed. the most with the most catches and the most yards receiving. Yeah. <laughs> people 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 are hitting me up with you know all these you know who's better between Kyler and and Lamar. Now that Kyler's having him a season, I'm like, well, let's see. I wish, I wish Lamar could throw it to DeAndre. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I wish, <laughs> wish, but you know, you got to make do with what you got. Yeah, I'm, I mean, and and you know, outside of your jinx and the the Ravens and Lamar, I'm 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 sad. I never, that I don't know what you when you say it, you say I jinx. The only you thing jinx. I said was Lamar. Lamar was the best player of all time. The, the only that, that that's the that's jinx. The only thing I said. That's, that's the, the jinx. You, you acted like like oh they're gonna win the Super Bowl. They, they, Bro, that is the I jinx. Never said any of this. So. Okay, you said that Lamar is the best player of all time. That's a fucking that crazy jinx. And when I was trying to tell you about Ben Roethlisberger coming back and the Steelers winning the division, you was like you basically dismissed me. You was like nigga, shut your dumb ass up. Like like Ben Roethlisberger does not know, not know how to play quarterback. And the Steelers don't have a good ass team that was gonna win that division. Like there was no in your mind, there was no way that was gonna happen. Like that didn't even cross your mind you know to be what? a possibility. I did do that, but you know what? <laughs> also, <laughs> he said, you know what? <laughs> you right. <laughs> I did do that, but at the same time, 
I thought that Baltimore's offensive coordinator would be like, okay, this is what teams are going to throw at us now that they have, you know, our stuff on tape. Now let me take, and let me be two steps ahead and create some more stuff. They came in this season with the exact same playbook as last season. Yeah, but you jinxed and it's them. like, I, so I jinxed Greg Roman. Yeah, they, just like you jinxed the Titans against the Ravens I, in 2009 I, when the Titans I, I were jinxed. up on that ass and you talking I, about the Titans won, it's over, and then they lost because you jinxed them. You, you do that <laughs> shit. You got the Ben jinx. That's what you be doing. I jinxed Greg Roman. You jinxed, you jinxed KD, Westbrook, and Harden. You have three MVPs on one team. You jinxed the shit out of them. They ain't win no damn championships. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> the Ben Jinx the Jinx strong as fuck, man. Y'all, you guys, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, uh, okay, we're gonna come back next segment with uh, with BE movie reviews and Avante's corner. Just two quick little third segments, and we'll be done. All right, let's get these fake ads real quick. Like, all right. All right, we are back. Uh, not only are we dancing with wolves, but we last the Mohicans. There's three of us left today. <laughs> we went from five last week to three right now, but we're gonna close this out on a good note. You know, it, it, this this is a this is the black hour, the blackout. <laughs> Um, we're gonna we're gonna debut a new segment. This is Ben's segment. It's called BE Movie Reviews. He actually used to have a website where he would do in depth movie reviews. It was pretty good, um, but he he stopped that. I don't know when did you when did you shut that site down, Ben? Uh, I want to say six seven months back, mainly because it was time to pay the hosting. And I was like, all right, I don't feel like paying 200 bucks for this shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so that's how it ended. <laughs> that's how it ended. Hey, that's, that, that, that should be happening, man. Like, hey, what? It do. 100, 200? Nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> so I already paid hosting for my portfolio site. Pay hosting for this again? Nah. Nah, I'm good. That's how it, that's how it came to end. Right, and, cool. then, and then the pandemic hit and nobody yeah. was watching movies. I would, I'm not watching too many new movies it's like what's the point well what to get this, paid for it so well this is gonna be a perfect outlet for it then because we can do this each week you can give a you can give us a movie review or or a tele, television show you know anything anything that you're watching um i prefer none of that reality bachelorette bullshit but hey if you want to talk about that <laughs> it's your segment so go ahead i don't, I don't really talk i only talk about it with with uh Naya. And I know yeah, y'all don't give a shit about no, it. No, so we don't want to hear none of that it. shit. Don't want to hear none of it. Uh, but uh, what do you want to talk about today? Which show, which yeah. movie? I just finished Lovecraft Country off Ooh. HBO Max. Ooh, that and was a good one. It, you know, per your recommendation, and I've, I've every single time, Lovecraft Country is one of those shows where, like, I have people from different friend groups talk about it, mm-hmm. talk about how well, much they like it. And of course, then go on, on Twitter and whatever you see the buzz about it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put that on on the on the list. Yeah. So when after I, after I finished Raised with Wolves on HBO, I started that. That was even better than H Raised with Wolves. Yeah. And um, it's essentially a story about um, story. What did it take place in the 1950s? Right. It's, yes. It's right. It's right before the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
right? As Emmett Till, like, is alive and when he dies. So this takes place during that first season. Yeah. Um, but the main character, Atticus, comes back from the, from the war, mm-hmm. Korean War, I, I want to say. Yeah. And uh, comes back to the news that his dad is missing. And then his uncle and his love interest go out to the East Coast to find him. And then in going out there, they experience going through sundown towns and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they experience a, a bunch of fantasy stuff from the occult. Yeah. So whenever you say fantasy or, or sci-fi, Mandy automatically, oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Of me, of me, that gets me going. I'm like, all right, cool. That's 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 the gateway for me to get in, you know. Yep. And, so, and, and I'm glad you wait one second. I'm glad you touched on that because sci-fi vampires, the occult, you know, niggas don't usually fuck with that stuff. No, no. And, and Jordan Peele, he's kind of made it. Uh, he's made it he made okay. It cool. Yeah, he made it okay for, for niggas to fuck with that. Before it was like. If you were into that type of stuff, if you if you was into comic books and stuff, it's you you would consider to be like like a nerd, yeah, like corny. a black nerd, yeah. corny, yeah. yeah. Um, but with the with Get Out, Jordan Peele and all that stuff, you know, and, uh, pioneering, well, getting into this new this genre, but putting black faces in it, mm-hmm. it's popularized it, and now we've seen how many people have watched. Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Hercules or, or Xena Warrior Princess who are black people who, who've always watched it but never really put themselves out there as like fans of the shit, yep. you know? Yep, so and that's the thing, like, so I've been, I've been repping for my vampire, you know, I'm a, I've been a, 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 a fame banger, yeah. yep. I've been a fame banger for years, man. I don't give a fuck what nobody been saying. True Blood, yeah. you know, Interview the Vampire. I go way back. I've probably seen every single, you know, not even just popular vampire films. I've seen all of like the obscure ones. If there's any vampire movie, I'm watching it because I'm a fan banger. You know, I'm a yeah. vamp. I'm a vamp head. That's my shit. So if you if you're our age, mid thirties, Avante is saying something. You're muted, boy. You're mute. What you saying? He was in that Twilight or what? Hey, <laughs> 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 nah, ain't no fucking way. Nah, I don't go back with Twilight. That's some that's some fake shit. We can go into that. We can go into that like on a BE movies <laughs> review segment, but nah, I don't fuck with the Twilight. But uh, vampires but for sure, you, like I've been in that. Yeah, if you're our age, mid thirties, you grew up on like stuff that came out in the eighties, and all of that was just you know white faces in the movies. But yeah. you still watched it because it was popular pop culture. Yeah. So I think what's surging with Lovecraft is that you know the season first season is pretty each episode is a different it's like it's kind of like an anthology series where each episode is a different kind of fantasy mm-hmm. different kind of sci-fi it's time travel it's yeah. it's monsters it's the occult the occult it's witchcraft it's, it's witchcraft it, like each episode focuses on a different thing that's kind of like like I said before, it's it's like if Black Mirror had a main character, yeah, you know, yeah. where each episode is just different aspects of, you know, fantasy, science fiction, all that type yeah. of stuff, and um, the way they tie racism into it because mm-hmm. of you know segregation during the times and the ills of racism and and what people have to do. Like Letty's always running full speed, mm-hmm. you know, is mm-hmm. like and 
Lenny's always running full speed because you know you know when niggas are scared, like oh I ain't fucking with that. They go through the <laughs> 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 So it's little things like little cues like that that like always, you know, we, uh, make it refreshing because you just yeah. you don't see us in those type of you know roles. It makes it relatable. Like we yeah. can we can we we finally have um, an outlet. We finally have. Um, yeah, uh, we we can finally put ourselves in these roles, these <laughs> these sci-fi, these these um, iconic you know vampire roles. Like one of the reasons why I became you know the the a big you know fang banger, big vamp head, because Blade, Wesley Snipes in, in ninety at ninety eight when when Blade came out, and I went to the movie theater with my mom and dad and saw that movie. Man, I was like, yo, we got we got Blade. He was the, he's the first Marvel superhero. Blade yeah. was in the movies mm-hmm. and. It just it just changed my world, and even before that, I was watching vampire movies. Before that, but and that was the point where I was like, "Yo, I felt represented, and I yeah. felt like, okay, I can I can fuck with this, and I'm going to fuck with this because this is my shit." So ever since then, yeah, like I've seen every single vampire movie that you know you can that you could think of, man. Like, and it's 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 really been refreshing to see Jordan Peele bring this whole genre from from under, you know from under the pillow or from under wherever, where people, where black people especially have been hiding it or hiding their love for it and bringing it out to the world and to the masses. Yeah. It's, it's been really fucking cool. I'm happy for that. Yeah. yeah. And, really and Jordan cool. Peele, and Jordan Peele is a producer on Lovecraft. Yeah, executive producer. Ex- executive producer. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's a really good show, man. I'm, I'm glad, glad I watched it and I'm like, I'm hooked. I remember yep. the text first episode when I finished. Oh, I'm in all, <laughs> yeah. all the way. <laughs> but so, without spoiler alerts or without telling the ending, do you think there's gonna be another season? I don't know if there's yeah. gonna be another season. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. I think it's popular enough to to garner another another but, two three seasons. Bro, but so was so was um, Watchman's and Watchman's ain't coming back. But but Watchmen was because the showrunner was like. I needed nine episodes to tell the story I wanted to tell, and I'm finished. Yeah. Whereas the sh- the showrunner here was a black woman, and she was like, "Yeah, what, we have plenty of ways where we can go from from here." Yeah. And with how the show, like, which what was involved in the show, the show could jump twenty years into the future. Like, there's there's all so many different kinds of things that are going on, where, like, if you decide to throw in time travel. If you decide to well, go they, back, they the they did have time travel. Yeah, yeah. So if you d- decide to do all those things, you can do that because you already showed the story that you were capable of doing it. So it wouldn't yep. be some kind of, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a, a end game where all of a sudden they pull out time travel out of their ass at the at the the very last Marvel movie. You know, yeah. this is something that they can be like, okay. Now we've already laid the groundwork. Now we can go from here in season two. So, yeah, yeah they had they had some uh, they had some Indiana Jones like Goonies type of shit in the movie. Yeah. the show. They had um, they had treasure the, hunt like, shit. Yeah, like the Native yeah. American chick that was in it. So so yeah, it brought in like it brought in race. It brought in um, you know mysticism. It brought in um, yeah. his, historical relevance with the Emmett Till, the Korean War, um, and um, and what, what was the oh, shit? The um, the the massacre. Tulsa Tulsa massacre. Yeah. The, yeah. 19, yep. Yeah, nineteen twenty-one. Yeah. 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 So but, it brought in all that. Just like, just like just like Watchmen, 
Anytime yep. you can, anytime you can tie in historical precedents, yep. you know, into a, a fantasy, that to make it real, fantasy. to it give makes, it real, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I loved it. I loved it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, shit. Well, I, hey, man, I like this segment. We, let's do this every week. Let's do this every sure. week. Make sure that you watch something good this week. Watch like a vampire movie, man. We I'm on. Really I'm on a. I just started Mandalorian, so. so. Okay. Oh man. Duh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I only watched the first episode, so I need to get into the second, the second and third one. Yeah. Uh, all right, Avante, what's on Avante's corner this week? Yo, could we talk about the men's national team though? Have you, did oh, you follow up on that? I did not. I did not. What happened? Yeah. Okay. So we uh, had our friendly against Wales last week. I remember um, that. And then we played Panama um, a couple of days ago. Uh, we started all of our young guns. I'm talking. not not every young gun. Like Pulisic, Pulisic still didn't play. Okay. But we started all of our guys that play in Europe, play Serie A, play La Liga, play Premier League. We started them all. We, we drew we drew with Wales. Um, pretty good game, but you know, none of these guys have played together. They all just came together to play. And then we um, won 6-2 uh, against Panama. Damn, 6-2? Last time we played Panama, we lost. Yeah, they knocked us out of the World Cup. Exactly. Yeah, um, but uh, we, we look creative. We look fast. We look hungry. <laughs> Uh, the defense looks amazing, but like it, we still got a, we still got some time. To, hold on, we still no, got some time to go. But uh, hey, it's it's a very uh, it's it's looking promising. Maybe not this in the next two years, whatever. But that 2026 World Cup or whatever it is, like this yeah. team can do something. Like we got play, we got guys who who can play ballers who can play with the best of them. So it's actually it's exciting, yeah. Man. It's in 2020, but so do you feel like they're good enough to qualify for 2022? I I think I think so. I, okay. I, I absolutely think so. With the what I saw, um, and with them not playing together, like yeah. these guys look leaps and bounds better than any team we've had. They just look creative. They don't mm-hmm. look scared. They've been here before, like before. Like um, what is it called? Like just tattoo thugs running around. Somebody said that a long time. Something ago. Something like, like that. Yeah. Like those older guys. And like now that I say now that I see that. I see what they were talking about mm-hmm. um, with our guys, like now, and there's a lot of African American and uh, Mexican guys on the team. Like, yeah, they're Good. tattooed, but and they're they're not thugs, but like they look like they belong. I, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. But well, so like so our st- our previous style of play was was so <laughs> soccer and f- football. You know, the the correct term football. It's more of a um, I don't want to call it a f- finesse game, but it's a more of a game of yeah, finesse, man. Like in, in our yeah, creativity, finesse, and and um, style, right? Uh, our 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 style of play was more brooding, and we would just go out there and hit people and and kick the ball. We wouldn't we wouldn't connect passes. We didn't have a lot of creativity on, on attack. We were more of a defensive minded team, and we'd pack the back, and and we didn't have um, creative uh, strikers to go score goals. Like we have Josie Altador. I like Josie Altador, but there's he no. Can't you like Josie? No, I just, I just like, I like him. I just like him because I like him, right? He's, he's, you know, he's a black, he's a black uh, striker for for the U.S. men's national yeah. team. So that's why I like him. But I didn't like him as a player because he can't dribble. Um, he wasn't creative. He, could he can't finish. play with his back to the goal either. Which nope. Is, he couldn't yeah. do anything. Like he could finish when he's right in front of the net, but he he had no creativity. Couldn't dribble. Um, wasn't really good with um, assists or anything like that because he's the nine anyway, so that's not what he's required to do. But um, 
like our best player, Landon Donovan, he played in Europe and he had, he had a lot of those traits. He was pretty creative. He could, he could play passes and he can also attack. And, but the, our, our style of play was just, it's just, yeah, it's just unappealing. Right. But now that we have players that play in Europe, they understand the, the nuances of football and how, and how to play through balls and how to connect and how to drop into space and, and how, and have more creativity on the ball. And that's what we need to advance our game. And cause we have the best athletes in the world. Nobody can fuck with us athletically. We just need to learn how to play the game. And when we learn how to play the game, then we got it a lot. That's it. And, and, and these players, these players aren't just like role players. Like these players are like big time players on their, yeah, on their club on the European So like, yeah. that's mm-hmm. that, like, it gives us like so much hope. Yep. A lot when of I, hope. When I used to work at a Parkway sports center, Remember that off of uh, yeah Parkway Sports Center, <clears throat> Parkway Sports yeah. Center in Mollison. Yeah, it was off. It was off uh, Fletcher. It was okay. right behind the big lots. You got to go down like towards uh, Mollison, Marcus. Like yeah. next to the big that big old your little yogurt place you like. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yogurt, so uh, yogurt, yogurt land. When I used to, I used to work there, yogurt and uh, it's actually right behind. It's kind of right behind Boomers. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. When I used to work there, it, it was the co-ed nights where you would really see like a, a, a snapshot of America <laughs> and the kind of teams that were playing there. Uh-huh. Like, and they were like white teams and you know, Hispanic, like Mexican teams. Uh-huh. And me being a novice, like I can, watch the, I can watch the World Cup now. I can watch, you know, whatever. And like enjoy it but back then i was like like fuck soccer i'm just here because it's a job you know yeah, J- yeah. i got i got the hookup <laughs> through jason factor actually okay so then you could just see like the, the white people would like play super conservatively and once they would get up they'd sit on the ball well they yeah wouldn't, wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't try to extend the attack yeah the, the mexicans <laughs> and they go hey if they can put 10 points on you they're gonna do it and then like like women they, like all the good teams put the girls as the strikers because uh-huh. uh, female goals were worth two points and male goals yeah. were so it's like incentive to like you got a good girls bring them and let them like score so the mexicans had like two girl strikers and they were they were killing so I remember this one time there's a championship game where it, it was between this white team and the Mexican team. The Mexican team was like, you know, defending champions. Mm-hmm. They came through and like it almost came to blows. Oh yeah. Like, the Mexican team won. And then I remember watching that. And now I'm watching Team USA, like the men's, and it's mm-hmm. like it's almost the same exact thing where yeah. like, the mindsets of how people take the pitch the difference between Americans in the past versus like Argentina or they play somebody, you know, you know, Mexico and a friend. Brazil, like, yeah. You can see the clear difference. Like, yeah. And me, I'm like, I'm into sports because I played sports all my life, but I'm like ignorant about soccer. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking at soccer and it's clear as day. Like, why, why aren't the, why are the white people doing what, what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like, it was completely like, Oh, why, why ain't they no, got spice like, on their on like, food? Why ain't they got no spices, like, man? Yeah. It was like a <laughs> no-brainer. Like, why you, like, you, you just got up. Why are you trying to sit on the ball? Like, yep. and, and, you know, America's, America's being too proud to flop. 
Yeah. You know, like that's the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how they that's. But they do it. Americans. That, and that's a, that's one thing uh, they say about soccer or football. Like, oh, they they that's a that's a pussy sport. They be flopping all the time. But they, yeah. they, did you saw? Didn't you see that uh, flop in the NFL this last weekend? Mm. Bro, they do that in every single sport. sport. Every single yeah, one. Basketball, yeah. football. Yeah, it's all it's it gamesmanship. It's what and you gotta it, yeah. do. And it's, there's a there's an American pride that like you run through a wall and yeah. you never cry. You don't bugs, 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 yeah, bugs, yeah, bugs. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like what like what Avante said. They play too rough. They 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 play too rigid. Yeah, and there's like yeah, finesse in it. You know. Yeah, our style of play, uh, our previous style of play was yeah. It was really it was really it left a lot to be desired. So yeah. I'm hoping with this new crop of young boys. Who play in Europe, hoping that they're going to be have creativity on the ball. I'm hoping that we have strikers who can play, who can dribble, who can create. I'm hoping that we have defenders who can attack. Cause so, cause a lot the the game is now um, uh, many European teams and many um, club teams. Their style is to have their their defenders, their backs attacking now from the wings. So hopefully we can do that. And yeah, hopefully hope we can get back in the World Cup, man. I'm not going to Cutter, but I can't remember where the next one is. I'll go to the next one if 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 we make it, because uh, I was in Brazil, baby. That shit was live, man. Even though when we almost made it to the the round of eight, um, mm-hmm. it shit, man. Actually, I think we did. I think we made it to the round of eight. We almost made it to the semis, and we lost to I want to say the Netherlands or it was it was Belgium, one of those teams. But yeah, man. Good shit, Avante. Good Avante yeah. morning. All right, boys. Well, the NBA draft is starting. I got to go watch the Bulls take uh, my man's, uh, what was it, Anthony Andrews or whatever the hell his name is. That's who I want. Yeah, who was it? Anthony Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's who I want. That's what Anthony, I want. Anthony the baby Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was spitting, though. He was spitting, though. Hey, he was flowing. He was. Donald Barnes is whack, bro, but I mean, he was spitting, though. <laughs> All right, man. I love you guys, man. I'll see you later. All right, man. I love you. All right, All right. later. Peace. Thank you.